Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kay Moynihan. It's Monday, October 24th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we'll talk about why so many companies can't hold on to women executives. They're not seeing the kind of advancement opportunities they want at their companies. They're not getting the flexibility that they want and need for their lives. But first, here's the latest. Rishi Sunak will be the UK's next Prime Minister. The former Treasury Chief is the country's first person of colour to hold this position. When Boris Johnson stepped down, he came in second place to Liz Truss just weeks ago. Now, he's come out on top in a swift Conservative Party leadership race. Johnson toyed with a comeback over the weekend, then stepped down on Sunday. Sunak will now need to explain to the UK how he'll deal with the economic turmoil of the past few weeks. A federal appeals court has temporarily blocked President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, but his administration says it's still moving full steam ahead. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona struck a defiant tone in a video posted to Twitter. We promise to fight to protect you from baseless lawsuits trying to stop us from providing you debt relief. We will not stop fighting for you. Biden announced student loan forgiveness of up to $20,000 for millions of Americans, but multiple legal challenges show Republicans are determined to stop him. China's latest economic data has caused its markets to drop today, despite some growth. GDP rose 3.9% in the past year, but that's below the government's target of 5.5. Rising unemployment, property prices dropping, and strict COVID rules are affecting confidence, but so are leadership decisions. President Xi Jinping secured his third term in office over the weekend, but made changes at the top that excluded members who were more committed to market reforms, leaving only those most loyal to him. The Dutch medical company Philips is laying off 5% of its workforce. The new CEO announced that today. The 4,000 job cuts will most likely be in the U.S. and the Netherlands. The news comes after the company had to recall 5.5 million ventilators. The company lost more than 30 billion euros in market value, and supply chain hiccups continue to depress sales. First it was tomato soup, and now it's mashed potatoes. No, I am not talking about my last meal. I am talking about climate change activism. Yep, a climate activist group threw mashed potatoes at a Monet painting in a museum in Germany. They then glued themselves to the wall below the painting. The group, known as Last Generation, said they did it to protest fossil fuel. Yeah, I don't see the connection either. Luckily, Monet's piece Les Meules was not damaged. Museums are now on high alert for the next side dish. Another climate change activist group in the UK recently went viral for throwing tomato soup at a Van Gogh painting. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. Tensions along the Korean peninsula are escalating. North and South Korea have fired warning shots towards each other along their disputed western sea border. Both countries have accused the other of breaching the maritime space earlier today. The South says a merchant ship crossed over, while the North says a naval ship entered its waters. There's no reported fighting so far, but North Korea has been making lots of noise lately, firing rockets and testing Washington's support for the South. Jury selection begins today in the tax fraud case against the Trump Organization in New York. The attorneys are tasked with finding jurors who have no bias against Donald Trump. That won't be easy. 
In the 2020 election, almost 90% of Manhattan voters voted against him. The lawyers also have to look out for stealth jurors, people who hide their political beliefs and secretly wish a conviction will hurt the former president. Trump is not on trial, but his company is, after the New York district attorney charged its top execs with tax evasion. The U.S. Surgeon General is calling out toxic workplaces, saying they're a danger to your physical and mental health. Dr. Vivek Murphy says trends like the Great Resignation and Quiet Quitting show many workplaces have a culture that is disrespectful, non-inclusive, unethical, cutthroat, or abusive. He's released a framework for employers, one that aims to protect employees from harm, make them feel valued, and give them chances for growth. A national educational assessment released today shows that 4th and 8th graders fell behind in reading and had the largest ever decline in math. Math scores for 8th grade fell by 8 points. For 4th graders, they fell by 5. These constitute some of the steepest declines recorded in more than half a century of testing. Education experts point to the impacts of the coronavirus pandemic on learning. How much is too much money to install a public toilet? That's a controversial question in San Francisco right now. You see, the Noe Valley neighborhood wants to install a public toilet in its town square, but it's going to cost a whopping $1.7 million, and it'll take two years to build. Yep, a state lawmaker secured funding for the project, but the price tag has caused major backlash. California Governor Gavin Newsom has jumped into the debate. He says the project will not happen until a cheaper plan is made. Just wait until he finds out how much people are paying for rent in San Francisco. Now, a look at how work's going for all of us. A new report from McKinsey and LeanIn.org asked more than 40,000 women, especially women in leadership positions, how they are feeling about work these days. The answer? Really not great. The survey found women leaders left their companies in unprecedented numbers last year, and the gap between male and female executives ditching their jobs was the largest it's been in years. Our frequent contributor and sometimes guest host, Rebecca Knight, writes about the future of work, and she's here to talk all about it. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Kaya. Um, Why is it that so many women are quitting right now? Well, first of all, a lot of Americans are quitting their jobs. They're quitting for more money, for more flexibility, for better opportunities elsewhere. And now we're also seeing that it is happening at the upper echelons of the employment spectrum, senior female women. The reasons that they're leaving is mixed, but it really comes down to they're not seeing the kind of advancement opportunities they want at their companies. They're not getting the flexibility that they want and need for their lives. They're frustrated dealing with everyday sexism, and they're being spread too thin doing the diversity and inclusion work, fostering morale and employee engagement, and that's going unrewarded. Right, but none of that seems particularly new. Why is it that women are quitting at higher rates right now? I think what's changed is that during the pandemic, companies have asked so much more of their managers than they had in the past. It's not just make sure your team is fulfilling its uh, KPIs and and making sure that the work is getting done. It's also make sure your employees are okay. Make sure they're not burnt out. And a lot of that stuff is falling to women. And a lot of those are what researchers call non-promotable tasks. Women are not being acknowledged for it. There's nowhere in a performance evaluation that says, and how how well is your team doing? How's their mental health? Um, and so that is what women are sort of sick and tired of. It kind of makes complete sense. Um, you've talked to a few women who decided to quit. Uh, what is it that you're hearing from them? 
I'm hearing from them real frustration and exhaustion. And one in particular, she she's, she was ahead of a 500-person team. And every morning, she would put on makeup, wear a blazer, show up on time to the Zoom. The dudes would show up in baseball caps and unshaven and in t-shirts. It also took being on Zoom to realize how much she was being interrupted by these men um, and how much they were discounting her, how much they were maybe taking credit for what she had already said. And it really took the pandemic to show her because before she'd been traveling a lot, she was on the road all the time, and she had never really stopped to slow down and actually reflect on what was going on. I suppose when it's kind of all happening at once, it's quite difficult to look at it from an outside perspective when you're embroiled in it. If a woman listening right now relates to all of these things, she wants more flexibility, she's not being respected, she's often overlooked, but she can't quit her job right now. Um, What advice would you give her? Companies are still pretty desperate to retain their workers. Your bosses are going to want to keep you. So I would go in there with some demands. I would say, look, I need more flexibility if that is if that is in fact what you are looking for. In terms of looking at promotions, um, be specific. Ask your manager, what do I need to do to be promoted? What is what is my next step? I want to advance to here. How do I do that? And and make sure that there are measurable outcomes and results that you can hit that will help you get to where you need to get to. Find a mentor, find a sponsor. I know it sounds so pat and and you can't really go up to someone and say, hi, will you be my mentor? Will you be my friend? But but really developing these kinds of allies, they can be other men, they can be uh, women, female colleagues, they can be your peers, but you you need a tribe. You need people who will support you, give you perspective, and make sure they have your best interests at heart and will cheer you on as you progress in your career. It's funny you should say that because whenever I've had difficulties at work, that is pretty much what I've done. I've you know found really cool women to kind of support me in whether it's going and getting a promotion or a pay, pay rise or whatever it might be. And I think it's really important to do that. Yeah. Rebecca, we are two women discussing this and we know firsthand what we bring to our workplace each day. But why does it matter if women are just walking away? Why, why should companies care? Companies should care because you're going to lose out on a lot of innovation. You're going to lose out on a lot of perspective. And, and it's, it, it's also just morally wrong to, to not care that your women are leaving your company and are not finding the kinds of opportunities they want, that they're experiencing bias and discrimination in your, in your workplace, and that you don't have a kind of culture that all kinds of people can thrive. So there's a lot of reasons why this should be a wake-up call to companies. I hope all of these people are listening and taking heed. I hope so. Take notes, managers. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Always so much fun. (laughs) Rebecca Knight covers careers and the workplace at Insider. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the refresh from Insider podcast. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kay Moynihan. Talk to you soon.